0: What's up Thursday? What's up everybody? How we doing? Welcome in Steel Man and Thune at noon here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. We got a lot of things happening today. Two good guests for you, Jesse Crittenden will join us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline at 1235. Norman Transcript Sports Editor, Garen Emig, really good columnist for the Tulsa World will join us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline as well. Coming up later today at 135. We've got uh, Thursday night football tonight. Steelers at Cleveland, seven fifteen on Prime Video. The Browns a four point favorite. Mike Tomlin has a tendency to cover. We'll see if the Steelers can get it done tonight in Cleveland. Uh, West Virginia playing Virginia Tech tonight in Blacksburg, six thirty on ESPN. Little Thursday night college football, but we are awaiting the Sooners in Kansas State coming up Saturday night at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium with our pregame show beginning at 1 o'clock right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. Parker, how we doing? How's everything? Well, you know, it's a Thursday. Steely you pro- progressively like get better during the like Monday you're a three I'm not talking about performance I'm talking about I was say, where is this going <laughs> like I feel like on Monday I'm about a three then Tuesday I might work up to a five on Wednesday maybe get to a six five or a seven and then I can get to about an eight today and tomorrow will be a ten I
1: see I don't know what the proper mathematical term is because I don't have a math brain at all. But it's basically a camel's hump for me. Is it? I'm have my I, I I'm at my best, mood-wise, in the middle of the week. Because on Monday, I'm coming off the grind of post-game coverage, which inevitably drags all the way through Sunday, sometimes into the wee hours of Monday morning. And so then that it gradually gets better Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday's about the ideal day for me. Then on Thursday, see, today... I'm anticipating having to go get on the road again to cover high school games and having a 7 p.m. kick Saturday night, which means I'm going to be up till 2, 3 in the morning, the wee hours of Sunday morning. It's a difficult schedule. Yeah, today is where the grind of the weekend to come starts to really hit me and weigh me down. It's coming, yes.
0: It's definitely coming. Well, you've got long weeks, man. Seven-day weeks. I have a six-day week, but yours is a lot more difficult than uh, mine, for sure. And, but, but, again, when you're this age, everything's difficult. All right. Uh, we're going to do a little something-something to start out the show today. We, I think you'll like and be able to participate in, all right? We are through three football games. We have put together a list of Brent versus Mule Shoe through three games. Who has the edge? Let's start with culture. Brent Venables. Let's go with physicality and toughness. Brent Venables. Coaches availability with the media. Brent Venables. Players availability with the media. Brent Venables. Truth telling advantage Brent Venables. Defense advantage Brent Venables. Offense to be determined. Special teams, advantage Brent Venables. Recruiting class, advantage Brent Venables. Look getting off the bus, advantage Brent Venables. Being a paranoid, narcissistic sack of feces, advantage Mule Shoe. <laughs> That's it. Every advantage besides that one goes to Brent Venables with the offense to be determined. You concur?
1: <laughs> uh, I just, I wasn't sure. Like I, we need to find a sound effect for the to be determined. Um, yeah, like on, on hold music
0: offense. or something like that, or Jeopardy, the Jeopardy yeah, thing, the maybe Jeopardy something theme. like that. that. I mean, you agree? Culture, Brent. Physicality and toughness, Brent. Strength coach, Brent. Coach's availability with the media, Brent. Players availability, availability with the media, Brent. You can actually talk to freshmen now. And uh, truth telling, clearly Brent. Defense, Brent. Special teams, Brent. Recruiting class, Brent. Look, getting off the bus. I saw that USC put their players in suits. Like if you look at their profile pics on ESPN, like you do the USC roster. Uh huh. But they're dressed like total hobos getting off the bus, of course. That's the mule shoe way. But, you know, they copied that from Brent's, no doubt. Did they get off the bus and dry fit? They get off the bus and dry fit, and Caleb's got his style, you know, which is pretty cool, actually. But you know what I'm saying? That was awesome. I was shadow boxing Sooner Warrior. You want us to do it again? Maybe we'll do it again at the start of next hour. Here's (laughs) what we want to do, okay? Here is what we want to do. You got to add to that list. Where are the other advantages? We said culture. Physicality and toughness, coaches' availability with the media, players' availability with the media, lack of paranoia, truth-telling, defense, special teams, recruiting class, look getting off the bus—all advantages.
1: Brent Venables, we've gotten to talk to Jaron Canick three times in the past week.
0: Jaron Canick, nobody would even know what his voice sounds like
1: if Muleshoe was still here. Exactly, right. They probably wouldn't even know what his face looks like.
0: Yeah, it would just be on his bio, you know, there'd be a blacked out like that egg picture you used to get on Twitter or whatever, you <laughs> that's know, the Twitter. The, egg. The, that's it. But <laughs> what where did we miss? What uh, what are areas did we miss where Brent Venables has an advantage over Millsieu?
1: Well, at this point in time, you're on the money in that the only the only aspect in which we're really unsure who has the advantage is offense because it, you have to tip the captain mule shoe in that regard. His offense does look really, really good. Yeah, yeah. But hey, USC fans, there's a significant segment of the USC fan population, which I don't know how many people that is realistically, but there's a significant s- segment of that fan base that is already on the outs with Alex Grinch. They've already had it.
0: Well, and here's the deal with USC's – yeah, Jaron uh, Canak uh, wouldn't be here if Tebow were still here, no doubt. Yeah, you're right. Advantage to Mule Shoe of being close. <laughs> we're, we're close, guys. Game day experience, advantage BB. This is what I'm looking for. I like it. Uh, strength coach, no doubt. Uh, Brent Venables. Hairline advantage, Brent Venables. <laughs> Emotions and passions for your school, Brent Venables nutrition brent venables being transparent brent venables you guys are doing awesome uh who has the chiseled face of granite ding brent venables i guess we can keep playing the, game. <laughs> yeah, the jawline brent venables
1: <laughs>
0: oh bench press definitely
1: brent venables
0: mule shoe has the advantage in hair plugs Sounding like a professional, Brent Venables. Work done to his face, Advantage Muleshoe. Now, is that a rumor out there? Has he gone L.A. Plastics already? I don't know. It wouldn't shock me. Office size, Brent Venables. Yes, that's right. Muleshoe had uh, the Taj Mahal of offices there, and now he's like in a cubicle in a trailer, I think, somewhere out in L.A.
1: Coach phrases slash one-liners, Advantage Venables. Second-half coaching, advantage Brent Brent Venables. Having a personality, advantage Venables. Can we
0: just play like five dings in a row? Is that possible? (laughs) Here we go. So many advantages for Brent Venables. Here we go. For Brents.
1: Oh, no, wait. That's the mule shoe sound effect I had queued up. We can play that one for fun, too. Here we go.
0: (laughs) There we go. Yes. 405-651-3439 of the Air Comfort Solutions text line, by the way.
1: Hairline Advantage.
0: (laughs) Mule shoe. Yeah, and uh, being a narcissist, Advantage Mule shoe. Uh, Horrible brisket, Advantage Mule shoe. Future spokesperson for male menopause, (laughs) Advantage (laughs) Mule shoe. Uh, player's personal chef advantage brent venables integrity advantage brent venables least athletic looking body on earth advantage mule is a great one high-end <laughs> shopping nearby <Yeah>. advantage mule <laughs> shoe oh uh, smoking brisket big advantage brent venables smacking lips advantage mule shoe Oh, man. National Championship rings. Advantage Brent Venables. State taxes. Advantage Brent Venables. <laughs> Being really close again. Advantage Mule Shoe. Oh, you guys have knocked it out of the park. That is so good. Former, former players attacking you on Twitter. <laughs> advantage Mule Shoe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh,
1: it's just like every week Nick Benito's coming for his oh, neck again. Oh,
0: my gosh, yeah. He and Perry on Winfrey are like in a tag team. Shoe is that wrestler who's like, you know, just walking around the ring in a total daze, and they're coming off the top rope. Well, it's really Alex Grinch. The tag team is Shoe and Alex Grinch, and they've just got Alex Grinch in a headlock, just pounding away. Housing price, advantage, rent-bidables, the Mule Shoe sound effect makes me laugh my air off. Clock management, advantage Brent Venables. Foot on throat, advantage Brent Venables. Close, but no cigar, advantage Mule Shoe. <laughs> oh, gosh, we're close.
1: Ability to make life-altering decision in 12 <laughs> hours, Mule <laughs> Shoe.
0: Uh, air quality, advantage Brent Venables. Too good, too good. Uh, I love it. I love it. So good. Oh, we we uh, asked, you delivered. Shout-outs from Colin Cowherd at Advantage Mule Shoe. I can't read the other part. Uh, Deciding to change jobs in one night, Advantage Mule Shoe. I saw J.J. Hester while walking to class today. He had crutches and a walking boot. Have you heard anything about the situation? Whoa, we got scoopage from campus. Oh, you have to dig
1: on that one. Yeah. See what we can find out. There you go. See, we got eyes everywhere on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. The ref army is all over the place. Yeah. Never having lived in Lubbock, advantage Brent Venables. <laughs> oh. A ton of excuses, advantage Mule Shoe. Destroying a triple Whataburger, advantage Brent Venables. <laughs> Using Marvin Mims advantage, Brent Venables oh, so having good. assistants that coach their actual position advantage, Brent Venables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is money! This is so good. Oh, well, it's it's only been 15 minutes. It's already a beautiful, beautiful day on the air. Conversation text. Oh, it's Next a beautiful
0: line. day in the Soonerhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you text us? 405 651 3439. These are so good, guys. Awesome. We've got some comedians out there that are pretty good, man. Getting off the plane and literally nobody there to greet you. Advantage Mule Shoe. Not having uh, Clark Stroud around. Advantage Brent Venables. Jacked Up Toes, Advantage (laughs) Mule Shoe. Hunt Return Yards, Advantage Brent Venables. Going, um, before every question, Advantage uh, Mule Shoe. Boarding a plane in the middle of the night like a coward,
1: Advantage Mule Shoe. These are good. These are really good. Travis Davidson will appreciate this one. Keeping Borrowed Smokers Belonging to Radio Hosts, Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe.
0: Oh, my gosh. Saying it ain't good enough. Advantage, Brent Venables. See, Brent is winning. This is a knockout, man. Mule Shoe came out, and Brent was like Mike Tyson. This was like Mike Tyson versus Marvis Frazier or Michael Spinks or somebody. It was over within, like, the first 30 seconds. All right, we're going to take a break right here. Thank you to Tim Lasher and his great company. Lasher Home Comforts Comfort Systems, 405 579 405 579 3113. You need uh, heating and air work done? Call Tim Lasher and Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Just underway. Keep the text rolling in. You guys are cracking us up. This is good stuff. Really good stuff. All right. We got a lot more ahead. Sooner's K State preview and more next here on the home of Sooner Fans, the ref. Ah, uh, yes, welcome back. A perfect bumper right there, picked by our very own Parker Thune, the new owner of the Great White Buffalo. And your recruiting guru and Sooner Insider right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network on a Thursday. I think we roll with these texts. They're too good. What we did in the first segment is we played a little game, Brent versus Muleshoe, through three games. What do we know? Who has the advantage and uh, we kept playing the uh, the Family Feud ding sound effect because brent that's Brent sound effect, and we played that over and over. For Mule Shoe, we played the uh, donkey sound effect, of course. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you guys have knocked it out of the park because I came up with culture Brent, physicality and toughness Brent, coaches' availability with the media Brent, players' availability with the media Brent, truth-telling Brent, defense Brent, special teams Brent, recruiting class Brent, the look getting off the bus, Brent. We only had TBD to be determined in favor of Mule Shoe. Now, we did have again being a paranoid, narcissistic sack of feces in favor of Mule Shoe. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Shall we hit a few more? Yes, because we were talking about this before we went on the air today, and uh, Parker and I were getting in, and I was telling Tyler what we were going to do, too, because Tyler's got so many great ideas. But I said, then we're going to have everybody in the text line fill out the other advantages for either one. And you guys, this is like a Reggie Jackson all-star game, hit, hit the ball out of <laughs> Tiger Stadium. Kind of day you guys have been unbelievable. So let's go
1: to the Air Comfort Solutions text line. All right, abandoning the running game, advantage Mule Shoe. <laughs> uh, being present at Rudy's Barbecue Coaches Show, advantage Brent Venables. Team being well versed in Tabo and Yogo, advantage. Mule shoe. <laughs> Being Bob Stoops' biggest disappointment. Advantage, mule shoe. <laughs> Wearing another school's shoes. Advantage, <laughs> mule shoe. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> having a Clark Stroud puppet on his lap. (laughs) Advantage, (laughs) Mule Shoe. (laughs) Squib kicks. Advantage, Mule Shoe. (laughs) Filled stadium. Advantage, Brent Venables. There you go, yes. Most importantly, on Mike Steely's good side, Advantage Venables. True that. Yes, very true.
0: I'm only rooting for USC's ultimate demise and for uh, California, the people to escape the earthquake and be fine, but the uh, L.A. Memorial Coliseum and Muleshoe's Palace to sink into the ocean. That's all. Drinking beer
1: through a straw. Advantage, Muleshoe. (laughs) Covering the spread. Advantage, Venables. More likely to have eaten poke salad. Advantage, Brent Venables. (laughs) Now we know what poke salad is, too. We can play poke salad Annie into the break if you want. Solving rush three, drop eight. Advantage, Brent Venables. (laughs) Big Bad Wolf simply says, this is my favorite thing ever. Please keep it going. (laughs) Spring game attendance. Advantage, Venables. (laughs) Being closer with Jenny Taft. Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe. Struggling against an inferior Nebraska team. Advantage Mule Shoe. Big time advantage for Mule Shoe there. No doubt. Number of kettlebells. Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe. Fake accents advantage mule shoe. Has he done a fake accent? I don't know.
0: Did he pull a? Uh, did he pull a
1: Brian Kelly? Did if he that try happened, do like I a, need evidence of a, this. A SoCal accent. Because if that happens, Lord knows Steely will shame him for it for decades to come. <laughs> so we need to know. We need to know if he was actually utilizing a fake accent at any point. <laughs> Looking like Woody from Toy Story, advantage mule shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's pretty good. Oh man, eating avocado toast. <laughs> advantage mule shoe.
2: <laughs>
1: Having bandwagon celebs show up on sidelines when you win a few games like their longtime fans. Advantage mule shoe. <laughs> Number of linemen that can do splits. Advantage mule shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile tears. Advantage mule shoe. Personal days used. Advantage mule shoe. Oh man. Uh, one listener says laughing so hard I am crying. <laughs> Me too. We're we're all in the same boat. Oh man. Oh man. Hey, what number one hater of muleshoe advantage Uncle. <laughs> yeah. Running stadium steps. Advantage. Brent Venables. <laughs> Uncle wasn't far off with his sixty nine to nothing score prediction. I know week. and he
0: was pretty conservative. I thought he you know, he usually goes in the eighty four to three range.
1: I guess he and Teddy have been hanging out.
0: I guess so, yeah. Realizing special teams is indeed one of the three phases of football. Advantage, Brent Venables.
1: (laughs) Suppressed West Texas accents. Advantage, Mule (laughs) Shoe.
2: Enough of the jackass sound.
0: My dogs are going nuts.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Running the scout team offense. Advantage Bread (laughs) vegetables.
0: Jimmy Green Beans, yes, I just got one uh, texted to me. Uh, Most dry fit shirts in the closet, Advantage
1: Mule Shoe. (laughs) Hair Club for Men, Advantage Mule Shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: man, these are so good. All right, we're just gonna roll with these, so we get. Jesse I can't wait for second.
1: Tyler to look at the numbers on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at the end of the day, and see how ridiculous the spike in the twelve o'clock. Oh hour my gosh! Is. And some
0: of these you guys that you texted in, uh, maybe came in. Somebody else texted the same ones. They're all good, but if we haven't read yours, more than likely it was texted in a little bit earlier. But man, these have been you guys, man, advantage on the text
1: line, big time to K No doubt. Less likely to pick at a scab. Advantage, Brent Venables. (laughs) Recruiting defensive talent. Pretty straightforward, but yes, advantage, Brent Venables. (laughs) Falsely claiming to know every word of the Malcolm Kelly rap. Advantage, Mule Shoe. (laughs) Tackling in practice. Advantage, Brent Venables. (laughs) Huge advantage. Wearing the wrong Abercrombie ish junior high visor. <laughs> advantage, <laughs> mule
2: shoe.
1: <laughs> Being able to do a pull up. <laughs> advantage, Brent Fetters. <Fennelly. laughs> Huge advantage there, yes.
0: Having a love affair with Colin Cowherd. Advantage, a mule
1: shoe. Oh, man. Hell, I accidentally logged out of the text uh, line. that's too good. Well, you got to get to break.
0: Many- you guys, unbelievable. We may re- revisit this in the second hour. Uh, when we get a new crop of listeners, you know, usually at the top of the hour, every hour. So we may revisit this coming up here in a little bit. But, man... A plus, 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 plus. Awesome. Awesome job out there. Really good, really creative, really funny stuff. Okay, break time. Thank you, Tim Lasher. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sponsoring our first hour. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, heating and air work. That an issue for you right now? You need it done? Give them a call at 405-579-3113. Steel Man and Thune together again here on the Ref Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans. Welcome back, Thursday edition. Steel Man and Thune here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. Man, you guys, uh, like I said, that that was uh, Hall of Fame stuff. You guys sent on the. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Now, if you didn't get what you thought was a good one read, we're going to revisit this a little bit in the next hour, okay, at the top of next hour. So if you feel like you have a good one, man, save it in your drafts or whatever, and uh, we will try and get to some more of those because they were all, I mean, it was literally the text line was just, uh, I mean, we couldn't keep up with it. It wasn't even close. Uh, But we will try and get to yours coming up uh, next hour. When we revisit that a little bit later on. Losing my voice here, jeez, what's going on? All right, Jesse Crittenden joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline 405 four zero five three two nine nine thousand. Jesse, what is your report card on the Sooners now after three games and uh, that beat down that OU put on Nebraska and Lincoln Saturday?
3: Yeah, I think that Nebraska game, I mean, really boosted how I personally see what OU has done uh, through the first three games. Not that, not that there was any super you know major concern. Uh, through those first two games, but, you know, when they have some of the issues they have against Kent State, you know, in that first half, you're wondering, I mean, is this going to take some time to gel? Uh, And and you saw that at the very beginning of the Nebraska game, but I I think what was most impressive was not only um, being able to, you know, respond to that initial punch in the mouth from Nebraska, but continuing to keep uh, the pressure on for the rest of, you know, through three quarters, and by that time the game was over. So uh, I think there was, there is something to be said for how uh, Oklahoma not only beat Nebraska handedly, but did it on the road and did it emphatically, uh, you know, through the major part of the game. So, I mean, I, I think through the first three games, not that it hasn't been perfect by any means, but I think you've got to be, uh, you know, I think as a fan, you've got to be pretty excited about where this team is at and, and you know, the lack of real growing pains through three weeks. Jesse, I want to ask you about one player that we have
1: not discussed a whole heck of a lot in the aftermath of his performance against Nebraska on Saturday. But obviously towards the end of last hour, Chris Plank mentioned uh, that DeMarco Murray has had some very nice things to say lately and had some more very nice things to say on Coach's Corner, which of course we can't play, uh, about Javante Barnes. And the Sooners freshman running back sets a new career high, 77 rushing yards Saturday against Nebraska on 13 carries. Your impressions of Javante Barnes thus far and how serious of a contender is he for regular carries in this backfield going forward uh, with Eric Gray pretty firmly entrenched as RB1 and Marcus Major looking like the guy that's next in line.
3: No, absolutely. And it's just like, you know, you asked, uh, Jeff Levy that question at, at Monday's press conference, and I thought his answer was very telling. He said, "You you know they've got three guys at that position that they're comfortable running into the game. Obviously, being Eric Gray, Marcus Major, and Javante Barnes. And I mean through through three weeks, I mean there's there's a little bit of garbage time in there, but I mean Javante Barnes is second on the team and carries. He's got you know a healthy four point seven uh, rushing yards per carry average. And I think I think everything." that was touted about him coming to OU out of high school has, has shown, I mean, he's got really good field awareness as a freshman. Uh, He's, I mean, he's really, really strong. He's shown an ability to to really bounce off of tacklers and and use his field vision, you know, for quick moves up the field. I mean, I, I think, I mean, it still looks like, obviously you mentioned Eric Gray is going to be the number one, And I think Marcus Major, at least you know, when when the game is or when games are still super competitive, might you know might be that number two. But I mean, I I think if nothing else, what they've shown is they're comfortable running Javante Barnes out there in the game, Um, and and they're not concerned at all about any kind of drop off. And I think what you're gonna see as the season continues is Eric Gray might lead that room, but I mean they're gonna run the ball a lot. And it's not just going to be Eric Gray. And I think that means Javante Barnes will see some opportunities, you know, even in, even in the first half of some conference games when the, when the score might be close. I think, I think he's shown that much, and I think they have a trust in him as a freshman already that you just don't always see with, with guys at such an important uh, position on the offense.
0: Jesse Crittenden with us, Norman Transcript Sports Editor, covering the Sooners. Uh, how do you evaluate Dylan Gabriel through three games?
3: I, I think I think the way Jeff Levy put it um, on Monday was honestly a pretty apt description. He's been really solid. I, I think Dylan Gabriel has done a really good job of, uh, you know, uh, he, he hasn't turned the ball over yet. Um, he has made some throws down the field. I mean, his, his touchdown to J- Jalil Farouk uh, and Theo Weiss in that Nebraska game stand out to me as, as some really good throws. Um, he, he hasn't been perfect, and I think there were a couple of plays Uh, particularly in that Nebraska game in that first half, he missed a couple of throws. There's a, there's a screen pass that comes to mind. I think in that first half that he missed that, you know, if, if he connects on that, it probably goes for a big gain. but I mean, he hasn't been perfect, but I honestly think that's okay. I think this offense is still kind of learning the ins and outs of each other, learning the ins and outs of this scheme. And I think, I mean, I think, if nothing else, I think he's set a really good foundation to build upon. You know, he he hasn't turned the ball over. He has shown ability to make throws down the field. It obviously, he had the big touchdown run um, in the first quarter. I think that really kind of helped turn the tide um, in that game early. So, uh, and and he'll tell you. I mean, I think he he definitely has some things he can work on. He hasn't been perfect, but I, I think I think it you could, I, I think based on his first three games, you'd like where he's at, and it it could certainly be a lot worse than it's been. Jesse
1: Jaron Kanick, how much of this dude are Sooners fans about to see over the course of conference play?
3: I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, I think he made a an incredible argument in that Nebraska game. That I mean, he certainly deserves more playing time. I mean, to come in uh, after the Deshaun White uh, ejection and not only make an impact, but I mean, it was right away. I mean, the first play from scrimmage, he's in the game. He makes the tackle. Second play from scrimmage, he he puts the rush on. On Casey Thompson and, and helps Ethan Downs come down with the sack. First play of the second half, he he comes out of seemingly nowhere and forces that fumble and gets the recovery. I mean, I, I think it, it's again, it's kind of like Javante Barnes. It's it's really unique to see a freshman come in the game and have an immediate impact like that. And and to hear him talk with the media both after that Nebraska game and then even uh, on Tuesday, he 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 doesn't sound like a freshman. He sounds already like a veteran guy that has a lot of confidence. I think he has the support of his teammates. Uh, I, I think the coaching staff likes what they've seen from him. So I, I, I think it's almost like Javante Barnes in a way that, you know, I think their playing time, I think his playing time is going to kind of steadily increase as the season goes along. And I think to do what he did against Nebraska on the road as a freshman was, I, I mean, I think that speaks for itself.
0: All right, a little bit of luster has gone off the game uh, Saturday night with Kansas State dropping that uh, matchup in Manhattan against Tulane last week. The Sooners come in undefeated, but uh, Kansas State's been in this situation before when they lost to Arkansas State a few years ago, and they came into Norman. They got down by three touchdowns twice in the game, and they came back to win that game, 38-35. So we know that K-State is going to have a better effort against OU. So how do you evaluate this matchup? Coming up Saturday between uh, K State and OU.
3: Yeah, no, certainly. I mean, I think it's a couple of things. I think for one, you know, Oklahoma knows better than anybody that <laughs> Tulane can can cause some problems, even if it's you know, even if it's problems you don't expect. So I, I think I don't think anybody was expecting you know Tulane to win that game, let alone K State to struggle the way they did. So I, I think Kansas State's offense has been a little disappointing. Um, you know, through the first part of the year, I think Adrian Martinez in particular has really struggled throwing the ball down the field. But the thing is, I mean, K-State's defense has still been really good. I mean, I, I thought they were pretty good in that two-lane game. They held Missouri to 10 points a couple of weeks ago. I, I think this is still a unit that, I mean, this is still a team that, I mean, it's not going to be an easy win for OU. And, and I think considering that two-lane loss, I think this K-State team is going to come into Norman really, really hungry. Uh, not to mention the fact they almost—I mean—they narrowly uh, lost to Oklahoma last year. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be a harder test for OU's offense than it's going to be for OU's defense. But again, um, I think you've got to avoid, you know, the slow start that they had against Kansas State and the slow start they initially had against Nebraska. And and I, you certainly can't overlook Kansas State. They have still got talent on both sides of the ball. Um, and that defense is gonna be, you know, is gonna prove to be a really big test. So I I mean I expect Oklahoma to win the game, but I, I don't think it's gonna be easy, even considering that two lane loss last weekend.
0: Good stuff, Jesse. We always appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon.
3: Appreciate you guys having me on.
0: Jesse Crittenden joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Let me tell you about Riverwind, 2,800 electronic games, an assortment of table games, poker room, they've got everything, the best restaurants and bars, the best service, they've got a big-time hotel, the wild card is great for any new patron out at Riverwind, new member seven program, you can win up to $450 in one day. They've got some renovations happening right now over on the gaming floor, and if you're looking. For your favorite electronic gaming machine. You might find it, if you can't find it on the main floor, and the the good folks are everyone will find it for you you might be able to find it in the showplace theater gaming center right now uh, also on the sky bridge or at the river lounge they're making riverwind even better if that's possible that's happening right now at riverwind casino but again you can always uh, win jackpots out there you can dine well if you want to stay overnight you can sleep well in that tremendous hotel that is why riverwind casino is simply the best All right, break time right here. When we get back, we'll talk a little more Sooners K-State here with Bob Stoops, had to say about the matchup. Coming up next, right here on The Ref. All right, we're back Thursday edition of Steel Man and Thune here on uh, the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. We are going to revisit Brent versus Muleshoe coming up at the top of next hour. So if you guys felt like you had some uh, good lines, uh, make sure you get those texts back to us next hour. We had so many texts rolling in. I mean, it was literally like watching a scroll, go like 50 miles an hour. So uh, keep them coming, though. We will get to those coming up next hour. If you missed out on that segment uh, that we did, uh, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more coming up uh, at the top of next hour. Okay? 405-651-3439 in the Air Comfort Solutions text line. All right, Bob Stoops making his weekly appearance on The Rush on Tuesday. Always must listen to radio. said he was very impressed with the Sooners' effort in Lincoln and blowing out Nebraska. I
4: thought we played it, you know, in a great way. Fantastic. Uh, you know, the first series, give them credit. They went down, scored. Then we settled in, got the tempo, and figured them out and shut them down. And then offensively, same thing. Initially, we get shut down. And then, I don't know, I think we went on four straight touchdowns and, you know, played great, I thought. And I, I felt we would. I felt we'd been holding some things back offensively uh, and should have. And uh, I think we let it go in this game, maybe even not all of it, but we've got more going. we got the counter power, whatever you want to call it, our double pool pull going, pulling a couple of linemen in front of the back, and we gashed them on that. Tempo was great. I thought Dylan uh, was uh, great again and throwing the football. And so, anyway, I – you know, how many – I think it's been eight, nine, ten straight games they've been in single-digit losses – They've been tight and close in every game, except that that wasn't the case in this one. It was 35-7 at halftime. It was over.
0: No doubt about that. The Suitors could have named their score against Nebraska and Lincoln last Saturday. One thing, though, that Bob Stoops said also on Tuesday with the rush is that he expects that Oklahoma's still going to get a challenge from K-State.
4: We know this story. So, Brent, having played there, having been there on the ground floor with us, and having lived it uh, for a good number of years, we'll we'll have them ready. They'll know what they're up against, and there'll be no surprises. They are good. I don't care what about last week. They'll, we we get everybody's best shot. they will be a different team than they were a week ago. That always happens. Uh, you know, we don't walk in anywhere and not get someone's best shot. That's just the way it is. But he'll have them ready. I really believe that. But uh, you know, don't be fooled. And I think that's what happens when Kansas State, they'll beat a lot of people because people sometimes don't give them the respect they deserve. Um, they they play with the chip on their shoulder. They play tough aggressively. But that doesn't mean we can't do the same thing.
0: There's Bob again from The Rush and uh, being on with Teddy and Tyler on Tuesday. Always really, really, really good radio. Okay, so Parker, uh, disappointing that the Wildcats lost to Tulane uh, last weekend. and again, their defense has still been really good. The offense, eh, Adrian Martinez, not able to get the ball downfield. Uh, you heard Chris Kleiman talking about the job Tulane did tackling Deuce Vaughn. Uh, you know, in open space, they said their tackling uh, was was great. Deuce Vaughn couldn't get loose, um, so it was it was a disappointment. This game loses some luster, but we're still going to know more, I think, about this Oklahoma team after they play Kansas State. I've than any other game they played absolutely
1: well and most specifically about oklahoma's offense yeah i agree because this kansas state defense is really good and they're very talented what you shouldn't do is look at kansas state say well they lost to tulane how good of a team can they be kansas state's offense leaves something to be desired certainly but that defense is really good they have nfl players at all three levels Felix and D.K. Uzoma, great
0: pass rusher. The
1: preseason Big 12 Player of the Year mm. on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. Julius Brents and Echo Boydo, those are future NFL cornerbacks. Yeah. So there is talent at all three levels for Kansas State. The question is, can Oklahoma get in a rhythm early, or are they going to come out of the gate sluggish like they did against Kent State, because? The Wildcats would much rather turn this game into a slugfest than a track meet. That's how they can beat you if this becomes a 16-13 type of football game rather than a 38-31 type of football
0: game. Yeah, I'm with you and then hope for, you know, maybe a big play here or there, maybe on special teams or, you know, Deuce spawn isolated on a linebacker or something with a uh, with a pass uh, and making a big play to change the game. But what one other thing that we learned in the OU-Nebraska game, and we, and we knew this was going on in the first two weeks of the season, that Oklahoma was plain vanilla, man. I mean, this was meat and potatoes. There, maybe just meat, no potatoes, first couple weeks. And they opened up the playbook against Nebraska, and we saw a different-looking offense. Now, look, Nebraska's defense is horrible, brutal. But still, I think you saw what uh, a lot more what Jeff Levy's offense is going to really look like. Uh, obviously, in the Nebraska game. So, uh, pregame show, 1 o'clock on Saturday, down on Campus Corner, Hertz Donuts parking lot, also at Balfour of Norman. And, uh, you know, two great locations. Balfour, men, you're going to get in there, and you're going to be wowed by all the summer gear they have. If you haven't been in there before, you can spend an hour in there just looking around. It is awesome. And uh, your credit card better be ready. Or that cash, whatever you're using, Apple Pay, I don't know, PayPal, whatever, because it's hard to get out of Balfour without spending a little cash. It's really, really a great place. So come by and see us again at both locations on Saturday when our pregame show begins at 1 o'clock. Hey, today feels great. It's going to be like a high of like 84, right? But then this weekend we're going back to the 90s. But if you see next week? It looks good. Good as in, as in 80, balmy, or good as in cold? eighty-two to eighty-six degrees. Oh, okay. I think. Well, like, give me that all day. Yeah, I mean that's perfect. And officially, we hit, uh, we hit fall tonight, officially. So anyway, I, I can't wait. Fall is now my new favorite season. As you get older, was fall not already your favorite season? Um, I would probably lean to spring a little bit, but now I'm definitely fall. I'm a fall guy. I'll take the fall any time of the week, except for somebody else who gets in trouble. I will not take the fall for them. But I'll tell you what we're going to do, folks. You guys are so great. We're going to revisit Brent versus Muleshoe and all the advantages. We'll do that coming up next hour. So get ready on the text line. We'll be back with another hour for you right here on The Ref.
4: Hour number two on a
0: Thursday. Welcome in. Thank you to our friends at the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley, Exit 72. Always be thinking about Exit 72 if you're looking for a great car deal a truck SUV used car maybe you want to get rid of your car they'll give you a very fair price for it no doubt they have a great selection there including used vehicles right now that everybody's looking for Seth Wadley they have a tremendous selection there and they always do there in Paul's Valley on exit 72 and that incredible guarantee of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. Mike Steele, Parker Thune with you. Steelman and Thune here on the Ref Radio Network. Now, during the first hour, first segment, uh, we did a little segment, Brent versus Mule Shoe, and uh, it, it absolutely destroyed the text line. We couldn't keep up. As soon as we were reading one, we're in the middle of reading one, boom, 20 texts would pop in. So we're going to try and get to as many as we can this hour. And I had some people that were like uh, some friends who said, man, I was listening at the end of the segment. What's up? The parts of it were funny, but I missed it. So we're going to do this and kind of just the way we did it at the first of next hour because we want you to help us out again and give us some advantages for either of them. And you guys were all stars in that first segment. Unbelievable. Let's hit your list first. Yes. Okay, so again, three games each for Brent Venables at Oklahoma, Mule Shoe there at uh, USC, and let's talk about who has the advantages. Now, you'll hear a ding for Brent Venables and a jackass for Mule Shoe, okay? Culture, Brent Venables. Physicality and toughness, advantage Brent Venables. Coaches availability with the media, advantage Brent Venables. Players availability with the media. Advantage, Brent Venables. Truth telling, advantage, Brent Venables. Defense, advantage, Brent Venables. Special teams, advantage, Brent Venables. Offense to be determined. Recruiting class, advantage, Brent Venables. The look of your team getting off the bus, advantage, Brent Venables. Being a paranoid, narcissistic sack of feces. Advantage
1: Mule Shoe. <laughs> All right, now we go to the text line.
0: To yeah, see you what guys these help us out. Give, up with. give us some advantages. You guys knocked it out of the park. And I know there were a lot of people trying to get theirs through in the uh, first segment of last hour, and we got so many we couldn't get to them
1: all. So help us out. Having strength in his non dominant hand, advantage Brent Fenables. <laughs> <laughs> Not using the annoying eyes emoji for every single tweet, advantage Brent Fenables. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, picking crunchy Cheetos over puffy, advantage Brent Fenables. <laughs> Most likely to shop at Bath and Body Works. Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe. Ability to make Boz giggle. Advantage, Brent Venables. That's right, yeah. Nice. Canik not willing to come with a full scholarship for Riley, but willing to walk on for Brent Venables. Advantage BV. Uh, Having to tell people he's from Mule Shoe. Advantage Mule Shoe <laughs> Hates babies and puppies Advantage Mule Shoe Being Close Advantage Mule Shoe oh, So good The Ability to Blow a Comfortable Lead Advantage Mule Shoe That's the first salvo. There
0: you go. Let's see what else we have. There's so many rolling. I know. I'm I'm, I'm struggling to keep
1: up here. Making life changing decisions in one phone call. Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe. Most likely to have a creepy cohort following him around. Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe. Closing on recruits. Advantage Brent Venables. Significant advantage. I love Brent that
0: Venables. one. Lover of dry meats. Advantage,
2: mule shoe.
1: <laughs> Most likely to say from a physicality standpoint, advantage, Brent Venables. Physicality doesn't really exist in mule shoes program.
0: Not no. At USC. No, 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 no. Option to warm up the Everest Center when it's hot and muggy. Advantage, Mule Shoe.
1: (laughs) Ability to come up with stupid one-liners like, I will not be the next head coach at LSU, and I didn't take players from OU, I took them from the portal. Advantage, Mule Shoe. Compensating for a smaller manhood with a mansion near the beach. <laughs> Advantage Mule Shoe. <laughs> e- eating gum off the ground. Advantage Mule Shoe.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: My
0: co workers are asking me if I'm watching Family Feud. LOL.
1: Most likely to get speared by a swordfish. Advantage Mule Shoe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Please.
1: Wife immediately going on the field after wins to find cameras. Advantage Mule Shoe. Uh, 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 Silencing Freshman. Advantage Mule Shoe. uh, 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 Bigger shoe size. Advantage Brent Venable. Most likely to run a Zumba class. Advantage Mule Shoe. uh, uh, Ability to keep his best players off the field in third down situations. Advantage <laughs> Mule Shoe. Shopping at the gap. Advantage Mule Shoe.
2: <laughs>
1: Wearing socks in the pool. Advantage Mule Shoe. Most likely to squib kick up 17. Advantage Mule
2: Shoe.
1: Oh, keep them coming, folks. This... Uh, <laughs> and please make them readable, because as funny as some of these are, we would love to be able to actually say them on air. Sucking up to Carl Williams, Advantage Mule Shoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Losing to Kansas State, Advantage Mule Shoe. Uh,
2: uh,
1: uh. Making opposing quarterbacks looks like Heisman Trophy contenders, Advantage Mule Shoe.
2: Uh, uh,
1: uh. <laughs> oh, so, half, the thing is, so like, good. four out of five are jokes, and then one out of five are completely serious. Like this person says, relationships with former players. Advantage Brent Venables. Yes, factual. Advantage
0: Brent, no doubt, right there. Yes, absolutely.
1: Uh, Enjoys a good bath bomb. Advantage Mule Shoe. (laughs) Uh, 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 Drinking his beer on the rocks. Advantage Mule Shoe. uh, (laughs) Looking like Peter Griffin's chin, (laughs) Advantage Mule Shoe. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Calling in sick to work for a secret job interview, Advantage Mule Shoe. (laughs) Winning bowl games, Advantage Brent (laughs) Venables. Wearing makeup, Advantage Mule Shoe. Most likely to have a fawning media after beating rice. Advantage <laughs> Mule Shoe. <laughs> Stubbornly wearing a visor to sunburn your bald spot. Advantage <laughs> Mule Shoe. <laughs> Eating a triple cheeseburger when getting off the plane rather than avocado toast. Advantage Brent Venables. Yes. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) Having Colin Cowherd as a cabana boy. Advantage (laughs) Mule Shoe. Drinking beer through a hot dog. Advantage (laughs) Mule (laughs) Shoe. Enjoys a good Chardonnay while watching his team (laughs) swing 30 pound kettlebells. Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe. Uh, uh. Next oh Rogaine commercial, Advantage Mule Shoe. Uh, uh, uh. Reenacts an SNL skit for their introduction <laughs> as the new head coach, Advantage Mule Shoe. Uh, uh, uh. Type of guy to splash other men at the pool, Advantage Mule Shoe. Uh, uh, uh. Sucking cream out of a cannoli. (laughs) Advantage Mule (laughs) Shoe.
2: Oh,
0: leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Oh, my
1: gosh. This is so good. Uh, I've never laughed this hard at the air comfort (laughs) station. Having more
0: than 1,500 fans in the stands at kickoff.
1: Advantage Brent Venables. (laughs) Drinking seltzers advantage mule shoe
2: <laughs>
1: allowing your kicker to kick a burrito for an NIL deal advantage <laughs> mule shoe
2: <laughs> eating pizza
1: with a fork advantage mule shoe <laughs> Isn't that isn't that a, the Donald Trump thing? Isn't he the one that all I famously is,
0: eats pizza I, with a fork? All I know is George Costanza ate uh, his Snickers bar with
1: a knife and fork. That's pretty much all I remember. See, I've never watched Seinfeld. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I've never watched Seinfeld. Ho, 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 ho. I've watched some Seinfeld. I haven't made it through the whole show, so clearly I haven't gotten. It's to all the there point on
0: Netflix. Whenever you get time, which will be like never, but whenever you you know whenever never arrives, you can watch the whole thing. <laughs>
1: pushing women and children out of the way to jump on a lifeboat (laughs) advantage Muleshoe
0: (laughs) I bet that Brent Venables probably could have kept the Titanic afloat before it hit the iceberg because that's what he did with the Sooner football program it was iceberg straight ahead and Muleshoe just jumped man straight overboard and yes he did push women and children (laughs) Uh, Brent would steer it right up He would just miss the iceberg
1: There would have been no sinking Oh, we're going rapid fire here Enjoying a spa day Helping OJ find the real killer Using the same recruiting video for two different schools Mistaking a drink napkin for his playbook Advantage all to mule (laughs) shoe Being the the human equivalent of the beaver from Caddyshack Advantage mule shoe. I like giving Mike Gundy
0: a farewell gift. Advantage mule shoe.
1: <laughs> Eating boneless buffalo wings. Advantage mule shoe. Ability to still call Bob Stoops a friend. Advantage bread vegetables. <laughs> I think Bob's a little bigger
0: than that. I don't think he was totally happy when it happened. But Bob, you know, Bob has like, you know, integrity
1: and stuff. Ability to remember an offensive play call from four years ago, but not having the ability to remember a special teams or defensive play call ever. Advantage, Mule Shoe. <laughs> That's on the money right there. That's on the money. Putting All right. players from another school in your hype video. Advantage meal Shooter.
0: <laughs> some of these. There's no way we can read some of these people. Come on. I get it. But, yeah, you don't want the FCC limo pulling up in the parking lot, right? Okay, good stuff right there. You guys, I thought we'd give you one more crack at it. But, and you guys, again, hit it out of the park. Good stuff. All right, let's come back and talk about OU. K-State, Sooners favored by nearly 13. We may get to, if we see some that are still outstanding out there, we might get to a few towards uh, the end of the segment or the end of the show. we got a lot more ahead here in the home of Sooner fans. Keep it here. ah yes welcome back getting a lot of love uh for the uh, brent versus mule shoe stuff on uh Twitter. text messages thank you guys and ladies thank you very much and uh thank you man for helping us out with all your good uh texts today really good stuff on the air comfort solutions text line 405-651-3439 all right parker LSU placed on probation today. They're going to lose uh, a week's worth of recruiting visits, and uh, they are also being limited in how much they can go out and scouts. Uh, One-year probation for LSU.
1: Uh, does this affect what's going on with Ryan Yates or anybody else? No. No, it doesn't. And honestly, I, the discourse on Twitter kind of gave you this indication, too, if you're scrolling through. It's a slap on the wrist. For LSU. That's all it is. It, I think they were fined $5,000. Right. Yep. Which is like an athletic department like LSU that's clearing well into nine figures every single year. That is chump change. But and what about year- the
0: one week prohibition in recruiting communication and unofficial visits? I mean, you don't like to lose a week of that stuff. I'm not saying. Well, I'm sure, but. I don't know. I mean, it'd be like if OU, they said all of a sudden, you know what? You can't have recruits in this weekend or whatever,
1: right? I don't Which know. Which, that- it, like, it, does it kind of sting? Sure. But then again, you just tell all those guys, hey, come in next weekend instead.
0: Yeah.
2: I guess Water so, under the you, bridge. But
0: you can't make any calls or do anything like that for a week. So uh, I'm not saying it's major, but um, I don't know. Bigger sanctions coming for LSU. This is just the tip of the iceberg. See, I feel like we Patrick. say
1: that a lot. I feel like we say that a lot about plenty of programs that get into trouble with the NCAA, whether that's Tennessee or – I'm trying to think who else has been in NCAA trouble and been in hot water recently. Um, gosh, now I'm, now I'm drawing a blank. But regardless – it feels like we say that a lot. Oh, boy, you better watch out for these far more significant sanctions that are on the way. And then the sanctions that end up being levied for these institutions are never all that punitive. Yeah. It feels like the NCAA
0: is uh, is the parent that says, guess what, guys? No TV for two hours, okay? And exactly. Put no Fortnite until 8 p.m., all right? I know it's 6 p.m. right now, but I am kicking your ass. Booty off Fortnite for two hours, okay? And then you can fire it back up and play until however long you want. That kind of stuff is what's going on with the NCAA. Okay, Kansas State coming in to Norman Saturday night. A 13-point underdog to Oklahoma. Kansas State, uh, you know, have had some offensive issues, but that defense still looks pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And uh, the Sooners, again, they rolled Nebraska. But Kansas State is going to be their biggest challenge of the season to date, and Chris Kleiman said despite what happened against Tulane last week, he still believes he has a good football team. It uh, is not panic time um, because we're only three games into it, but we know it's a, it's a time for us that we have to improve in, in all areas, and so I'm excited to see how the guys respond to adversity. We talked about the adversity that we're facing and, and uh, have faced it before, um, and uh, these guys need to attack it. So... Um, we've got the right leadership. We've got
3: the right guys in the locker room to to get it done. We just got to get better and continue to improve.
0: There you go. Uh, Adrian Martinez has not been really good so far uh, for Kansas State, and we know Adrian Martinez is really good athlete, but not a great quarterback. He played well last year against the Alex Grinch defense by you know his standards. But uh, how do you think the Brent Venables defense will uh, compare versus the Sooner defense that faced Adrian Martinez last fall?
1: Well, you think, think about it, right? Last year, the Sooners only surrendered 16 points to Adrian Martinez in Nebraska. And I do think he has better weapons this year at Kansas State than he did last year at Nebraska. But Tulane just held that team to 10 offensive points. So look, nothing, and I mean nothing, is going to come easy for Kansas State against Brent Venable's unit if BV and his unit execute their game plan, which I don't doubt will happen. We talked about it yesterday. The roadmap to beat this Kansas State team and to power them down offensively is to blitz frequently, make sure Deuce Vaughn doesn't beat you in the run game, and ensure that Adrian Martinez has to beat you with his arm because I don't know that he's capable of doing that at no point over the course of his collegiate career. And this is year five as a starter for Adrian Martinez. This is year five. It feels like it's been longer than that, doesn't it? It really does. At no point has anyone ever been truly intimidated by Adrian Martinez as a thrower. Where he hurts you is when he gets out of the pocket and scrambles and makes things happen with his legs. So you apply pressure, you accelerate the decision-making process for Martinez, you make him make that early decision as to whether he's going to get the ball out or tuck and run and try to make something happen on the ground. That's where you're going to have a lot of success against this Kansas State offense.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, again, what happens because uh, it was a couple years ago when Kansas State came in on the heels of a loss at home to Arkansas State. That was that wild weekend when the Big 12 started with uh, Louisiana winning at Iowa State, and then you had Arkansas State winning at K-State. Uh, the Sooners came out. They had two 21-point leads against Kansas State in that game, lost the game 38-35. And it was one of the weirdest games ever for you. You're like, uh, how did that happened but it happened you know why it happened because a freaking mule shoe that's how a always b b c closing always be closing mule shoe wasn't a closer was not a closer couldn't close period All right, uh, Riverwind Casino, ladies and gentlemen, they sponsor our uh, hotline, 405-329-9000. Riverwind, uh, currently undergoing a little bit of uh, renovation work there on the gaming floor, but everything is open, and if you can't find your favorite electronic game, you need to look in one of three places. Skybridge Gaming, they've got gaming on the Skybridge now, in the Showplace Theater. Now, don't panic, we will have great concerts back Won't be too long at the Showplace Theater because it's a great venue to see the show that you want to see at the Showplace Theater. Always great. And you might run into Barry God Switzer out there, too. By the way, uh, again, we've got games in there now in the Showplace Theater. You also have a gaming location at the River Lounge. But Riverwind Casino... Also, 2,800 electronic games, an assortment of table games. Uh, they've got the best restaurants, bars, and dining again. Great service. Tremendous hotel right there attached to the casino. Great rewards program with your uh, Riverwind Wild Card. Uh, for instance, the new member 7 program, you can win up to $450 in one day on your brand-new Riverwind Wildcard. Riverwind Casino, always great entertainment, great dining, great everything. Love Riverwind. They are simply the best. We will break right here, and when we get back, let's talk to columnist Gary Emig of the Tulsa World, get his take on the Sooners, the Bedlam controversy, and everything else coming up next right here on the Home of Sooner
5: Fans. The Ref.
0: Thursday edition of Steel Man and Thune right here on the Ref Radio Network, your home of Sooner fans. Garen Emig, Tulsa World columnist, joins us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline, 405-329-9000. Garen, as always, we appreciate your time today. What did you make of this tit-for-tat uh, bedlam, uh, you know, controversy, if you want to call it that, arising again? Uh, what did you make of what was said between both sides?
5: Uh, God bless Mike Gundy for giving sports talk uh, talk show hosts and sports columnists copy, first of all. Yeah. Um, bless, bless that man for talking as loudly as he did in Dallas at Big 12 Media Days. When he started uh, that was another fire he I guess he started um, nothing real surprising out of uh, what Brett McMurphy reported this week it, we've if you've been paying attention to the tenor and the uh, the mood in, in stillwater and and Norman this is not anything we didn't expect. Um, Just startling that we have to sort of accept the fact that as of right now, this is a rivalry on course to at least halt. We'll see how long there. If I I hope, Mike, I hope it's more of a delay than than an ending. I I think. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I sort of think the first year or two out of the gate when OU does move to the SEC, I I think it's almost inevitable, just because a combination of semantics and hard feelings in Stillwater, which are justifiable, in my opinion, by the way. Uh, I I just there's going to be a pause. What you're going to have to hope is that a a bunch of things factor in to to, to sort of restart it um, by uh, by the time that that, that this becomes something like Texas, Texas A&M or Kansas, Missouri.
1: Now, Garen, as Oklahoma makes the transition to the SEC and Bedlam goes by the wayside, at least for the foreseeable future, is there an opponent, is there a program in the SEC that you can see Oklahoma forming a new rivalry series with? Essentially, what I'm asking is, do you see a future Oklahoma State in the SEC?
5: Or Oklahoma? Um, I do not, uh, unless it's Arkansas. I guess Arkansas would be the school, right? I mean they don't they don't play much. They haven't played at all in football. And so if you're looking to sort of regionalize a rivalry that is may not be in state but but it's easy for fans to get all worked up over. Uh, Arkansas is your best bet, but I the OU with Te- I mean Texas is still going to be on the bill. That's not to me, that's not as big a concern as it would be at OSU. I remember when Gundy said what he said in, in Arlington fellas and I asked uh, no, it was, it was um, Eric. Ba- what I didn't ask. Eric Bailey um, asked a couple of OSU's players. Uh, Eric's our OU beat writer uh, asked a couple of players about who would be your rival if if you were to lose the Sooners, and you couldn't. No one could come up with one because mm-hmm. there isn't one. In other words, Oklahoma State's going to have to manufacture a new rival, uh, sort of like. Remember when Colorado did that with Nebraska with McCartney and those guys back in the day?
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. They manufactured of, it, and it
5: became a, of, a decent rivalry. Yeah, no, it did, but it was because it was the competitive nature of the two schools, right? But I mean, it was manufactured out of nothing. There was there was no there was nothing there. It was just completely you know something that was dreamed up out of Boulder. And I guess everyone was fortunate that the two teams were good enough to to really have some 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 knockdown dragouts. Well, that's what I was looking at. Um, I, I don't know if that's Baylor, I think, might be a leading candidate out of the gate just because of how, how hard those two teams fight when they play each other. They just, of course, competed for the Big 12 championship. They're about to play next weekend in Waco. Gundy was asked about the rivalry, I know, on Monday at his press conference. But to me, it's, it's going to hit OSU fans harder than OU fans because the Sooners still have Texas. You could, you could even use Arkansas as a sort of a cheap substitute I don't know what OSU does moving forward in, in a Big 12 without the Sooners and with the Sooners off their schedule. I don't know what OSU does to get their fans worked up about a rivalry. Yeah.
0: And on the text line, somebody's saying, oh, you and Arkansas play before. Well, yeah, I'm talking about regular season, they haven't been on the regular season schedule. They have met in right. bowl games. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that, and that's what we're talking about. And Oklahoma State, again, uh, used to have that series uh, that they would play in Little Rock quite a bit, you know. And mm-hmm. I think they'd play like three years in Little Rock and maybe one in Stillwater. Back in the day, I can remember those matchups growing up. Garrett Emig is our guest, great uh, columnist for the Tulsa World. What's what's your impression of what Brent Venables has done so far at Oklahoma and where this team is through three games?
5: Oh, what's what's the cliche? Checked all the boxes. I, I think that, that Brent's done that uh, so far. He has made an imprint on the defense, which was job number one. Uh, well, for his first job is sort of to, to, to sort of. You know, circled the, the wagon literally in the case of the schooner, and he did that. He got everyone feeling better about themselves after being so upset over what Riley did going to USC. That that was actually job one. That didn't take Brent long. He, that was a that was a fail safe. Everyone he he had to know he was going to be wrapped around. People were going to wrap their arms around him at least uh, in Norman. But but football wise, his main focus was was fixing the defense, and so far so good. Right? I mean, it's it's still. Let's see how they do against Big Twelve offenses and a few of the big 12 quarterbacks who are playing well we'll see if Gabriel stays in a little bit more of a consistent rhythm than he showed in Lincoln even last Saturday but uh, but for I don't think they're going to be there's going to be too much concern over as long as Gabriel stays healthy with with Jeff Levy's offense and so defense yes uh, connection to the fans yes enthusiasm off the charts he presents himself differently than any OU coach I think ever had Switzer had a had a swagger about him, but even he, I'm not sure, would have ever grabbed the microphone of the spring game, right, and, and got 70,000 fans on their feet. Um, he even had the one incident with Cale Gundy, where, you know, his first incident where the waters got choppy, He, I thought he handled that gracefully and, and, and got the program through a really aw- awful episode that no one saw coming. And so, this is about as, as if you're Joe Castiglione and Joe Harris, you've got to be tickled, and you also have to be hopeful about not just the rest of the season, but, but how Venable sets up as a first-time – or, or a, a young in, – in terms of his coaching, head coaching career, a young head coach.
1: Garen, what do you think of the discourse surrounding Dylan Gabriel over the first three weeks of the season? Because you look at the numbers – Nine, tu- nine total touchdowns, no interceptions, but yet uh, he's still faced a lot of criticism for some of the throws that he's missed, most specifically in that last game against Nebraska. What do you make right. of Gabriel's performance thus far, and how fair, how deserved is the criticism?
5: I would say the most important thing for Dylan Gabriel is to, to worry about just staying healthy, because if, 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 he is, if he's upright, and he can, and he's still throwing to guys like Marvin Mims and and uh, Brayden Willis and Theo Weiss. And if the offensive line comes together a little bit more to not only protect him but to open up wider run lanes for Major and Gray and even Javante Barnes, and uh, oh, he's going to be fine offensively. If if we're to believe that Venable's has in fact made a difference on defense, this is not going to take fifty points a game to, for the Sooners to get where they want to go. He doesn't have to be Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray or, or even Jalen Hurts for that matter, in terms of recent OU vintage at that position. Um, he's, and he's not. It, he just isn't. It, what we're finding out is that uh, Sooner fans have been spoiled ridiculously at that position. Uh, you sensed it with the, all the numbers and awards that those guys accumulated under Riley, well, now we know it because Gabriel's a Gabriel's a pretty damn good quarterback. He just isn't in that, that he's not at their level. He's not at Riley era quarterbacks level. His but his best, I think, again, as long as he's healthy and as long as he's not throwing the ball right to a linebacker and misreading a coverage, his best is, is just is, is just fine for this version of Oklahoma football. So uh, I, I, I'm not surprised by by some of the skepticism. I don't think it's a big deal because I think this is a different-looking OU team that doesn't need the quarterback to throw 50 touchdowns this year.
0: I'm with you on that. Hey, Garen, we appreciate your time. Tell everybody there at the World, uh, such good people there at the World with you and Kelly Hines and uh, obviously uh, Barry Lewis and Eric Eric Bailey, Jimmy Trammell. Uh, You guys are awesome. So thanks for coming on with us. We'll do it again down the road. Thank you.
5: Yeah, anytime. I enjoyed it.
0: Garen Emig, columnist for the Tulsa World, talking a little Sooner football and more right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. Are you excited about West Virginia Virginia Tech tonight on Thursday Night Football Is that a thing? That is a thing tonight, 6.30 on ESPN. West Virginia – uh, of course, lost to Pitt, but they played pr- a pretty solid football game. You thought, well, maybe West Virginia would be all right. Then they lose to Kansas. We know that Lance Leipold is the reincarnation of Vince Lombardi now. The guy's amazing. And uh, West Virginia beat Towson State last week for their first win of the year. They're 1-2. Um, Virginia Tech lost to Old Dominion to they start did. the season. Then they beat BC, and they beat, uh, I think it was Wofford last week. So, at least you you get to see a little inner Sandman entrance.
1: That's fun, that's one of the more fun traditions in all of college football. It's a shame Virginia Tech hasn't been good in a minute because when that program's good, and Sandman is really yeah. really fun um West Virginia's not a good football team, and at this point, I'm wondering if I'm wondering if Neil Brown wonder if the Sandman comes for Neil before the I, season's over i
0: I think this could be it for Neil unless they turn it around you – Maybe he can go coach Nick Boneta there in Denver somehow, some way. Be like a consultant, but he's an offensive guy, so probably not. I just remember we said, OU's really good. Got a great pass rusher, Nick Benita. So good. Nick Benito has been uh, very impressed with the Sooner defense. I love that, man. You know, Alex Grinch, do you think he's seen those tweets? What do you think... Oh, that, he's
1: he's definitely seen the tweets.
0: Do you think he's cried yet?
1: Probably I, not. Is Alex Grinch a crier? Doubtful. I guess we don't really know. We don't have much of a frame of reference in that regard. Not as much so as we do with Mule Shoe.
0: Mule Shoe's very popular here. Very popular. I, He'll be back one day. He'll I be do back know, for a celebration.
1: I do know Mule Shoe texted Nick Benito congratulations when he was drafted and... Nick Benito left that man on red. That text is still unanswered, really? to my knowledge. Wow. Oh, you thought – listen, you think you with heard everything – You heard Did you get a good source oh, on yes, that? Oh, yes, I have a good source on that. But, like, listen, you think with everything Benito has said on Twitter, dating back to mid-season last year, and he was calling out the coaching staff during the season, you think with all of what he has said on social media – that he was going to exchange pleasantries with Mule Shoe over text at any point? No.
0: That's great. I love that. All right. Let me put that on my daily Mule Shoe meditation. Nick Benito still hasn't <laughs> texted back. These, these are just things that I chant in the morning that makes me feel good. Not that I'm eating up with this situation one bit. I've made a lot of progress, right, since that day. Still stuck in anger. It's like it's like a car without four-wheel drive stuck in the mud. Just spinning and spinning and spinning. Can't get out. That's where I am. I'll be there for a long time. Be right back. Okay, our final segment. Don't forget, you've got uh, Parker and Tyler McComas coming up with Locked In at 2 o'clock right here on the Ref Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. All right, Parker, on the uh, 1-10 to scale, what is your concern level for Oklahoma in this matchup with K-State Saturday?
1: Uh, My concern level is low. I would think that Kansas State – here's the thing. Kansas State is going to have to play flawless defense in order to have a chance to win this football game because their offense is just that shoddy. And there, I think I, I the way I see it, there are two options. There are two paths for Kansas State to win this football game. A, Adrian Martinez plays the game of his life. Not counting on that. B, Kansas State's defense completely befuddles Jeff Levy and Dylan Gabriel. Not really counting on that either. So, I'm not super concerned about this Kansas State football team, and I think what alleviates my concern all the more is the fact that in speaking with the coaches and the players in media sessions earlier this week, they are so mentally dialed in right now, Steely. Like, Jaron Canick didn't even want to talk about the 10 tackles and a forced fumble that he had against Nebraska on Saturday. He was like, look, it was almost it was almost Belichick-esque. It, it felt very, we're on to Kansas State. That was the vibe from Jaron Kenick. Hmm. And that vibe was the same vibe he got from just about everybody. They are ready for this contest, and it is their sole focus. Guys like, get their flowers for their performances and on Saturday. On. That's and it. then they move on. And then they move on.
0: I like it. That's the way it should be. Now, you said two pass for Kansas State, right? That's it? Yeah, two pass. Well, Zeppelin said there are uh, two pass you can go by, but in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on. They said that in Stairway to Heaven. I'm... So you don't believe that?
1: No, 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 no. Yes, I there are two pass you for... can
0: go by, but in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on. Now, okay. it depends if it's first half or second half.
1: Well, but here's the thing. Are they talking about? Wow, we're we're really going to get deep here. Yes, we are. Um. So when they say in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on. Mm-hmm. Is the implication there that you can get off one road and onto the other, I or guess there so. is a
0: third road? Maybe they're talking about another season. Who knows? I don't know. For Nebraska, their road is bumpy, and uh, there are a lot of potholes and. Their car is on the side of the road uh, with smoke bellowing out from underneath the hood and the flashers on after what we saw last week. K State, again, um, man, you get to this and then you got TCU coming up. Max Duggins played well. I know Chandler Morris has been hurt. Um, that'll be an interesting matchup before Texas. Do you think, um, would the TCU game be a trap game now? Yeah, I, you know, you got to get the past The TCU game has
1: been a trap game
2: for forever, a long time. Like forever. Well, yeah, and
1: even even back in February, March, like that was kind of the one that we were all circling. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the game where you could realistically see Oklahoma looking past somebody and getting beat. I'm not convinced that that's going to be the case because of, like I said, the fact that this program all across the board They are so focused. They are so focused. And it's refreshing. And it's not something that, it's not a vibe that you've gotten from Oklahoma teams in the past. They're not taking anything for granted. They're not on their high horses the way Oklahoma was last year going into Baylor week when Muleshoe had his... Personal day. uh, But you remember they
0: they, they were really focused getting off the bus at Kansas last year. There's no doubt. I mean, they were locked
1: in there, right? Oh, man. Um, But you think back to Baylor week last year, and the Sooners had just gotten voted number eight in the college football playoff poll despite the fact that they were undefeated. And they made a whole fuss about it on social media, how they're out to prove somebody wrong, and then they got it handed to them in Waco. Yeah, you know absolutely. What's, you know what's refreshing is that this team goes to battle on the gridiron and not on social media. I right, think about it. You don't see bulletin board tweets from that locker room.
0: No. No, you don't. Uh, I, I think you would probably have a meeting with Schmitty if that occurred, particularly if it was done just by a player, obviously. But uh, the suitors again, are favored by I think the latest line I saw was 13. Um, let me see if it's come down at all or gone anywhere. But the Sooners were a 13-point pick when I looked at the line, the line I look at this morning. But, um, again, Sooners, been in this situation before with a different team. Not, I mean, some of these players are there, but much different coaching staff as compared to that one that blew two 21-point leads in that loss 38-35 to Kansas a couple years ago in a very – Similar scenario where K-State came to Norman on the heels of a very disappointing loss. And uh, the Sooners again just crumbled in the second half of that game. Now 12 and a half, Oklahoma over K-State. Thank you to the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley for their sponsorship of our second hour. Great, 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 great Hall of Fame texts from everybody today and a ton of them. We appreciate it. Thank you, Riverwind Casino, as well. Everybody, have a great rest of your Thursday. Let's get locked in up next.